You're listening to episode 264 of the Comics Pals. We are a group of comic book journalists and friends who record a podcast together because we don't talk enough about comics in our daily lives. Sensory overload this week, am I right, guys? Disney is announced they're going to do so many more Marvel things. We're probably not even going to get to all of them today, but the ones I'm most excited about start with the Toby cut, which is the director's cut of Spider-Man 3, where it's just Toby Maguire cut, uh, crying for hours. <laughs> while he dances. <laughs> while he dances. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Uh, I'm also excited for the new uh, starring Finn Jones, where it's just <laughs> guaranteed nine seasons of that. Oh, thank <laughs> God. I am ready, man. Marvel and Disney, they've got it locked in. I'm excited. I'm really appreciating that our uh, Save Iron Fist campaign worked out. <laughs> You're real bastards for that one. Did you guys see the Twitter? They announced uh, the X-Men 97 cast. And it's going to have Kathy Najimy, Andy Samberg, John Mulaney, and uh, Bette Midler. Which was wild. That's a weird cast. I thought you were doing like a big mouth joke and then Bette Midler came in. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, oh, they're serious now. Wait, but is that even true? Aren't those the that's the Chippendale cast, right? <laughs> that's the Rescue Rangers. I, I I'm, I'm lost in this bit. <laughs> my my understanding is that the way Twitter works, they couldn't remove the uh, the people in. The oh form, yes, the former tweets. Oh. <laughs> but I do love the idea of John Mulaney as Wolverine, uh, <laughs> over, uh, Kathy Najimy, uh, 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 Jean Grey. Bette Midler's Professor I'm, X. First, I'm the baddest there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Feige's like looking at John Lenny's credentials and he's like, oh, he played Spider Ham. That's our Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there's so much to talk about today. As Phil mentioned, uh, there was all these announcements coming out of Disney Plus Day. So we're going to be getting into that uh, later on. We're going to be talking about Diamond Comics getting hacked, being the victim of the victim of the hack, <laughs> I can't which... hear, I love how you're laughing. <laughs> Diamond I can't, getting hacked. <laughs> I can't control it. It's... Marco, I can't believe you did that, bro. You know what? They deserved it. I. What am I going to do? I've been saying this for years. Like... All right, I'll wait. wait I'll, I just wait. <laughs> what if Marco did this hack so that they were better at shipping comics? He's like, I could do this better. Just let me get in. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. hack. The hack is actually that Marco fixed Diamond. And they got mad about it. <laughs> right. They shut the site down as a, as a I retaliation. Adjusted, I just did all the shipping routes, all the timings. I made better relations with vendors. It just worked out. <laughs> they literally opened a another website a backup website <laughs> to fuck up everything that was fixed by marco's hack and that the the first part's true the second part well you know if marco wants to admit to you know hacking a website and a allegedly business, then, allegedly um, right you know, do you know what would be a real meta joke is if like uh the clock king the batman villain like uh like took over uh like diamond or something and he's like i'm going to make everything ship on time cape crusader <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> oh man and also 
Uh, by the way, we have a ton of listener mail to get into this week. So we're going to spend a lot of time reading your mail uh, before we get into all of the cool news and stuff that we've got to share with you guys. I want to let you know how you can support this podcast. We are on a mission to get to 500 subscribers on YouTube. So youtube.com slash the comics pals. It'd be awesome if you guys signed up, but I'm not just asking you to do this for us. I'm telling you that you can also get access to our really cool New York comic-con interviews that we've done and a whole host of other great stuff that is YouTube exclusive. So go check that out. Subscribe to our channel for free, like the video, share it with your friends, all that stuff's free to do. And it helps us out a lot more than it costs you wherever you're listening to this. Even if it's not YouTube, hit the follow button, leave us a rating or a review wherever you're listening to us. We really appreciate that. The comics piles at gmail.com. If you want to write in and share your thoughts with us about anything. And if you want to hear our thoughts about, comics that release every single week check out our review shows every wednesday we are reviewing image comics this week we are doing primordial number three and king spawn number four uh for marvel and dc we don't know what we're doing because uh supply chain whatever ships yeah whatever ships uh and whatever but, shits what what comics are you reading Whatever you know what? Marvel don't tell DC me. put out. Damn, uh, that's pretty good. They'll, you know what though, Sean? They'll be on time this week. You're welcome. <laughs> Getting enough Wait, fiber, eh? Is that an admit? An admitted some guilt, Mark? Well, no, I'm just saying. It, I'm, I'm sure that they are because of this hack. Yeah. He's putting it out into the universe. This yeah. benevolent <laughs> hacker, I'm sure, will solve the problem. Yeah, what a great human. <laughs> Thank you, hacker. Thank you. And you know what, Sean? You'll have to change uh, the intro. Instead of on the road to 500, part of the ransom was uh, to get us to 1,000. (laughs) Oh, monetized. (laughs) Thanks, hacker. You know, that's a good point. How come... um... What's that hacking group? Uh, How come Anonymous Anonymous can't help us? Like, (laughs) Because uh, there's no such thing as a good hacker. I disagree. I think anonymous are great humans. And I'm just putting this out there <laughs> that, you know, why not help out a podcast who, you know, are five good guys. And, uh, you know, we could use a bump, the anonymous bump. Put us over. Yeah. You guys ever see one of those YouTube videos that has like, let's say 300 views, but like 7,000 likes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Come on. Look it up. I don't know how to do need. that. Yeah. Some ideas out there. Yeah, just hack us. <laughs> just hack us. <laughs> yeah. let's, put, let's put anonymous in the tags or something. Surely they have their SEO can find it or or something. They're listening Ooh. right now. They hacked they the Zoom. Be. They're not. Yeah, they're not listening to the show on podcast platforms. They're listening to us <laughs> now as we record it. Well, listen. Put your money where your mouth is, anonymous. You're so big and bad. Well, guys, stop threatening Anonymous. No, no. <laughs> that's Kale. I didn't say that shit. Kale, you want your life exposed? That's KaleWard.com, everybody. Kale, C-A-L-E-W-A-R-E-D. Wow, I can't even spell it. Never mind. Yeah, keep going. No, 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 keep going. Kale Ware. <laughs> Kale Ware, distant relative of Chris Ware. <laughs> what the hell is that? He's uh, a indie, I don't know, superstar. Yeah, he's a who Chris like Ware, like, like a cartoonist, no. like, like one of those. Wow. You wouldn't like him. Yeah, D and Q guys. 
All right, uh, let's move on from <laughs> shitting on creators. <laughs> what an intro. We're admitting to crimes. We're calling out anonymous. We're picking fights with people. Now anonymous is definitely coming for us. And we are only uh, nine minutes in. Get ready. <laughs> Who else are we going to piss um, off? Let's go. <laughs> it's just a, just a Saturday afternoon here at the Comics Palace. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Uh, you know what? Let's jump into the listener mail. As I mentioned, we've got quite a bit to get through. So uh, you guys were great, by the way. Uh, so many new subscribers on YouTube. So many comments. We really, really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. Um, doing this is not always easy, um, but it is always fun. And you guys make it so enjoyable to do uh, when we, you know, come to do this and we have so many comments to read. It's it's really awesome. So um, with that aside, I'm going to hand it over to Pete. All right. This one comes from Mitchell Leap, who wrote in on our review of Swamp Thing number nine and said the Swamp Thing extended to 16. Marco has finally revealed his superpower. His enthusiasm can manifest in the decision making of those in power. So first off, a big thank you to Marco for getting the best mainstream book around extended. Secondly, Fuck you for not using your superpower to do something more substantive, <laughs> like end climate change or deter the continued rise of white nationalism in America. You know, there's a list of priorities in the world, and um, I think we well, all those have were two moral... and three. <laughs> well, I I wouldn't even put them that high. I mean, there there are more <laughs> obligations on this list that include the continued permanence and existence of Swamp Thing. That like next on the list, Swamp Thing season two. Right. I was going to say, was the next thing on the list bringing back X-Men 97? Because you pulled that one off, too. You know what? Was the next thing <laughs> hacking uh, Diamond? Diamond. <laughs> I'd also point out, like, the, you know, the insurrection on the Capitol wasn't successful. So you're welcome. Yeah. Hey, like, hey. <laughs> now you're just taking credit for that one. <laughs> Marco's like, I saved America. You're welcome. Pete, quick question. What's was this up, Mitchell Phil? Leap who wrote this, or was it not Mr. Marco Enimoto who wrote this? It 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 says it says Mitchell Leap. Is that is that Mr. Marco Enimoto? Uh, are you saying that this is Marco's uh it's, it's alias? Definitely here? not Mr. Marco Enimoto. My thing That's is, right. Phil, with his newfound <laughs> power, would Marco even need a secret identity anymore? You know? I mean Superman has one. He has all the power in the world. Why not Marco? doesn't have one anymore. Uh, let's be real. Superman's uh, <laughs> got a, a certain level of moral fiber that I would not ascribe to Marco. <laughs> Marco's more like uh, Dr. Manhattan. I had the same. Yes. Holy shit. Of course you thought. did. <laughs> of course it's you not thought a secret. that. You goddamn robot. Yeah. Um. You know what, Mitchell? You said one thing. You said two things that I agree with. Uh, it's great that we we're getting the swamp thing extended. Uh, and also, uh, fuck Marco. That's a great, <laughs> great comment, frankly. <laughs> Thanks for writing it. All right. So this next one comes from Mantis Shrimp on episode 263, which was the Morbius film conversation. Uh, so Mantis wrote in and said, so I'd like to make a point about the not caring. I fully understand why people don't care, but in terms of quote unquote secondary characters, 
I'm reminded of how the MCU was built on C characters like Iron Man through necessity. And Morbius is the same way. Sony is, Sony is making Morbius out of necessity, but that can build up new characters instead of getting a reboot of Spider-Man for the 50th time. I'm very hyped for this movie. It's a risk. Disney Marvel doesn't take risks. Sony is literally taking a huge risk, and I love that. I feel like this movie is going to end up a cult classic like The Crow. You have got a very high... Uh... You can stop oh, there. He's man. very high. Got it. <laughs> Just the I appreciate like this cult classic like The Crow. I appreciate the spirit of the comment, but yeah, I, I have a hard time thinking it's going to hit that bar in terms of quality, but I don't know. I and thought was- Venom was going to suck, and I thought that was funny. So Fair. I also think it's like a stretch to say that, you know, Marvel doesn't take risks when this year their three tentpole films have been one with a woman one with an Asian man and Eternals, whatever madness that was. I don't I don't feel like casting Jared Leto to play a, a superhero is that big of a risk, honestly. Like not not like a crazy bigger risk than Guardians of the Galaxy or right. you know, a lot of stuff that Marvel has done. And I, I don't I wouldn't even say that this is as like quote unquote risky as like Joker. Right. Which was like that felt like a bold choice of like, oh, this is a different direction. This is skewing the whole, you know, continuity connectivity thing that's been the status quo in superhero movies since, you know, 2008 now, basically. Um, This doesn't feel like that to me. I, I feel like I don't see what about this is like a quote unquote risk rather than maybe like that it's a darker character and that like Morbius is a less popular character. But, you know, I think even like arguing that he's on the same level as Iron Man was pre Iron Man, the movie is a bit of a stretch in my mind, you know, because like Iron Man was certainly not an A-list character, but like, I don't know. I feel like if you had a tangential knowledge of the M- or of, of the Marvel universe, you knew who Iron Man was. You know, you know who Captain America was. You know yeah. who Thor is. Um, I feel like Morbius is not, you know, like he's not, he's kind of like a C-list for a Spider-Man villain, not even just like on the overall, you know. He's a like, C-list Spider-Man villain, not a C-list comic book character. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. C-list might even be pushing it. Sure, yeah. right. Maybe that's generous. Well, the biggest risk, of course, was casting Jared Leto because we all know what he was doing on the set of Suicide Squad, sending you know cast members severed heads of animals and stuff. We don't know what he's drinking blood. He's a hundred percent taking this opportunity to start drinking blood. Playing a fucking vampire this time? You kidding me? My man is—he thinks crime is funny. He does. He's (laughs) got—that's the most terrifying thing of all. He's got a harem. My man thinks he shimmers like. (laughs) Does he have a harem? <laughs> if, he's, if he's method acting a vampire, he sure does. He's on a Twilight oh. joke. Oh, okay. All right. The second one was a Twilight joke. The first one was a true blue Bram Stoker Dracula joke. Thank you very much. True blue. Yeah. You know, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I mean, true, uh, true blood. True blood, of course. Bram Stoker's no, Dracula. No, I didn't make that one. <laughs> uh, so there was a little bit more to Mantis's uh, comment. This was about um, the other, the uh, Letitia um, injury that we talked about. Um, and Mantis said, as for Letitia's industry, Injury, excuse me. Remember Ruby Rose recently came out and said the horrible stunt stuff and how you saw the thing that happened on the Rust set. It's possible she has an injury that's pretty serious, but they are downplaying it. 
Yeah, that was one of the things we talked about. Um, I think near near the beginning of that conversation was that like it could just you know have been like a nasty fall or you know something that like you know shook her uh, mentally a little bit too. Yeah, to I, core. I, I don't know if the rust stuff is necessarily um, equal in that conversation, but the Ruby Rose stuff I could certainly see being yeah. uh, very uh, um, comparable. Well, the, okay, so I, I think. I even think that's a stretch because the Ruby Rose situation, you know, and again, everyone else is like denying what she's saying, but let's take it at face value. Um, she's saying that she got injured on set due to unsafe work conditions and that she was uh, coerced into continuing to perform with a broken freaking neck. That's messed up. Um, I don't, I think if that, I, I think more highly of Marvel than that, right? And then also she's not working right now, right? So she's certainly yeah. not being forced to work, which is the case in the Ruby Rose situation. To add to this story, though, um, with Letitia Wright, now it's coming out that the reason why Wakanda Forever had to be stalled is because she did leave the country and she is unvaccinated. Yeah. So she can't come back. She can't do the movie. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty wild. wild. Yeah. So uh, that's an update on that story. Um, I wonder what they're gonna do. I I I don't know. I I I can't imagine how you can have this person. And I'm not even judging. It's not even like a judgment about you know the vac the vaccine. How can you have a person who? Clearly, it's not important to them to be a part of this franchise. Yeah, right. Like, even removing that element to it, which is, like, not a non-factor, but, like, aside from that, this would be a fireable offense for any person at any other gig, right? Like, if you just yeah. don't fucking show up and they're like, cool, we need to just stop production because you're an asshole. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, you're working for the one of the biggest... Like literally the biggest movie studio in the world. Do you think that's gonna just fly? Like, <laughs> well, and I not mean, just. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, I was gonna say. I, I mean, I remember three or four years ago, I, I shared on this podcast that Disney came to me asking if I wanted to be Black Panther, and I said, "Oh no, 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 no." <laughs> happened again. Update, and I said, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> <laughs> nice little trip down memory lane. Of <laughs> the grown over path of memory lane that no one ever really takes. <laughs> Wait, was that before or after we learned that you were a white supremacist? Nope. <laughs> that was, they will, they learned that and then they offered him the role. Let's put that audio out. Nope. <laughs> I have it at the ready. Nope. Nice. We're memeing. Just want to make that clear. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right, uh, <laughs> this next one uh, is from Damone Jones on our Eternals review. Uh, and uh, he had a couple things to say. So uh, I was under the impression that they were lied to about being from the planet Titan and being made. Uh, be or and made was because they had free will. So this that's a little bit confusing. I'm not sure what you're trying to say there. I'm guessing that they were lied about being made, right? He's saying that that they were lied to about their origin. Um, right, because they have free will, and had they known the truth, they could have done what they wanted. 
And then, you know, they go on to say, because if they were programmed, there would be no reason to lie about the birth of the Celestial in the first place and only have Ajax know the truth. Also, Ajax is the main reason they changed because she pushed, pushed them to be more human, more like a family where they were um, there. So there's some context to why they are different. Also, last point, if you think about uh, if the Celestials are expanding the universe unchecked without a similar amount of destruction, you get a Cancerverse, which is why Galactus and the Phoenix are somewhat made to check them uh, by destroying planets with the seeds. I'm sure writing will retcon this in later films like Fantastic Four, X-Men, Eternals 2, which is why the explanation of universal do's and don'ts are not in this film. You know, um, you're making a lot of leaps there, bud. Um, I don't know that Fantastic Four or X-Men will have anything to do with what we saw in Eternals. Um, it's possible, I guess, but I don't, I, I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't think that the celestial seeding story that you're referencing, which is like super heavy comic stuff, um, is something that we can expect to see outside of like a, a core Eternals film. Um, that being said, I, I don't know that we said anything different. Uh, on the show than what you're saying. I think it was, it wasn't so much that at least I'll speak for myself. I wasn't arguing that they did not have free will. I was just arguing that the fact that they had free will made the movie not make much sense as it relates to the Thanos angle, you know? Yeah. That was the thing that we were kind of like talking about is like, it's, it, I think it totally makes sense within the context of just the film. It's when you try to apply that same logic to be like, here's why we didn't show up and help in the past. That doesn't right. quite, track right because like even the avengers uh event you know like when the shatari invaded you would think that would be a thing that they would be like oh the planet's being invaded by aliens that might fuck up our plan like right what um, if they kill all humans on earth and then there's no more and then the celestial can just never be born right whoops yeah exactly so it's like that's just where that logic doesn't quite hold up, but like it is what it is, right? Like it, it was an answer to answer a question, you know. It, it reminds me of the logic in Minions, where it's like uh, <laughs> Minions inherently are supposed to uh, help the evil, most evil person on the planet, but in real life, there's no way they could actually aid Hitler or like aid the uh, attacks on 9/11. So it's like, oh, what were the Minions doing in the 30s and 40s, or what were they doing on September 11th? And <laughs> wait hold on (laughs) first of all is that a is that an actual part of this that part isn't like not what were they doing but canonically that is a thing that they're supposed to help the most evil people yeah 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 yeah. so they end up helping that isn't that steve carell or whatever that guy's name is they help him yeah, he's the most evil person. On he's the a putz. <laughs> <laughs> but he's an he's evil. Actually, I mean, compared to the people in the 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 people he fights, like he's a fucking genius. Yeah, but okay, never mind. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. I think it's important. Let's get into the Guru podcast. Let's I, really dig hey, into this, guys. Welcome to the uh, Despicable Me cast. Uh, I'll be your host, K Ward. The minions stop. <laughs> the minions did nine eleven. Fuck, dude! Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you wow. know what? No. Oh, I'm not even mad about that. I have a joke to say, but it just feels insensitive. <laughs> just, just, just look into Marco. That's all I'm gonna say. Just... <laughs> Anonymous, hack me. <laughs> Find out his ties to, to expose uh, Marco. 
9-11. Anyway. <laughs> Were Marco and 9-11 in the same room together? Same same never together. seen them pictured oh, no. at the same time, right? He was here. That's fair. I was, That's a I fair was point. Here. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So thanks for writing in, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jones. <laughs> Uh, this next one comes from Kilgore Trout on Righteous, our Righteous Thirst for Vengeance review. Uh, Kilgore wrote in and said, I'm glad there isn't a lot of dialogue in a Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. If he was just unnaturally, if he was unnaturally just speaking to himself for the sake of the reader, that would be dumb and annoy the fuck out of me. If you want, if you like that sort of thing, you should check out Spawn. And, <laughs> you know, because there's never been a happy middle ground between a Righteous Thirst for Vengeance and Spawn. <laughs> I can't see it, frankly. Oh, cool. I like mean, that's just hilarious, though. Come on, <laughs> I'm here for the thinly veiled spawn dig. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Kilgore is a regular, uh, a regular writer inner, um, and so I'm not. You know, I have nothing negative to say, but I do want to point out that for probably the entirety of the history of comics, at least as far as I know, we've had um, inner monologues. And those have proven to be very effective uh, for getting in the minds of characters who don't have people hanging around them. And if that book did have that, I'd probably like it more. This fucking book where the dude's alone 90% of the time. Yeah. Okay. So this next one comes from John Carlos on the Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo interview. Uh, and John wrote in and said, I really hope these two go to Marvel one day. Not right now, as I would—I love all that they're doing at the moment, but one day to see them on Daredevil would be amazing. Daredevil is the obvious choice for them, and I think they'll knock it out of the park, but the two of them on Spider-Man would also be nuts. I would look... Uh, it would look amazingly creepy like Todd's run, but the writing would be top-notch. Fingers crossed, breath held, I hope this happens. Now, which two of the three? Are you saying Sean and Greg? Because I think that's two. <laughs> <laughs> Sean and Greg on Daredevil. Yeah, let's go. You know what? I wouldn't say no. I don't know if I'd live <laughs> up to it, but I, how could you say no to that? Yes, sir. I can I can see Greg definitely being on the art side. I don't know about Scott doing the writing, though. That's on funny who? you say that. I don't know if I can see Greg on the art. Really? For which? Spider-Man. Um, on Spider-Man? Oh, yeah. I was talking about Daredevil. So okay, I so agree. Marco, I, you're I, saying okay, you agree. could see Greg, Greg on art on Daredevil, but not Scott writing Daredevil. And yes, and you're saying the opposite for Spider-Man, Kale. I, I I'll say both. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I I you know what I think that I think both combinations work. I agree. I think it work. I think it works great. I, I I think Greg's style lends itself very well to to Daredevil. I mean, Batman and Daredevil aren't like crazy dissimilar, and he did a great job on that. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. think they're dissimilar enough. You know, uh, Daredevil doesn't fight in the metaverse or whatever. I'm not talking about Mark Zuckerberg, what? dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> dude, you're on another planet this episode. <laughs> the what metaverse. The fuck? What is the metaverse? <laughs> Whatever the fuck their rock and roll video was. Huh? Oh, Dark Knight's uh, Metal. <laughs> oh, the metal. Okay. Oh, the such a stretch. Wow. <laughs> You said like meta. You I don't ridiculous. know what that is. <laughs> That's a thing. You can't. You can't say a thing 
and then tell me I'm crazy for hearing what you said and thinking you meant it. What the hell? I did mean it. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're talking about Mark. Why Dark can't you? Metaverse. Why can't you guys get on my level? I've been trying. I've been trying a long time, but <laughs> I gave up. Yeah, galaxy brain. Um, yeah, you know, honestly though, like Scott's been at DC for a decade, and I feel like Scott's kind of fulfilled that like trajectory of like a big name DC writer. Where it's like you start in Batman, move on to like Justice League, you start doing the league, uh, the, the uh, company wide events, and it's kind yeah. of like it's hard. Like there's no other step at that point other than going small and doing intimate stuff, or you know, doing your own projects for for a smaller imprint with DC or whatever. At this point, like there's you know limitless options for what he he could do at um, at Marvel. And at this point, really, they should trade contracts. They should trade Jonathan Hickman for Scott Snyder. Ooh. No. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> no disrespect deal. to Scott Snyder. I'm not taking that deal. It's time to see Jonathan Hickman do his stuff at DC. Let's go. I can't buy on that. But I will say this. Uh, in one of the classes that Scott does on the Substack, he was speaking with uh, Donnie Cates and he said that if I remember correctly, he said that, you know, one day he, he, like he anticipates going to Marvel, um, but that he's having a lot of fun with what he's doing right now uh, with comiXology. Yeah. Oh, um, cool. He, he, he mentioned Greg in that as well. So I, I, I don't think it's a question of if with them. So what, I guess just as like a fun exercise, yeah. what would be the night? Well, oh, hold, on, that's hold, good. On, hold on, shut up, shut up, shut up. I have a random question of the week. Which book would you want? Is okay. So, Kale says Moon Knight. Yeah, what I didn't even ask the fucking. <laughs> which Marvel <laughs> character would you want to see the two of them work on? <laughs> Moon Knight's Honestly, a great choice. These uh, random questions. We have four random questions. Like, <laughs> um, look, man. Honestly, Punisher would be pretty sick, huh? That would I can be see Punisher. Yeah, I could see good. that. Oh. Huh. Yeah, why not? Yeah. That's not a bad uh, choice. As for Capullo, just him doing stuff with all the symbiotes. I mean, imagine that. God. That's, uh, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, Dark Knight meta is what uh, that is. You like. know, it's it's funny. Like, because we were we were talking about it on the <laughs> the Spider Verse book club that's coming out later this month, um, <clears throat> where we were we we had brought up Kale brought up. Um, how like the original story with uh uh Moeller and had like a really good like Moreland. Moreland, thank you. Um had like a good like horror element to it, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. just this imposing force like chasing Peter down and like that kind of Spider Man story works really well. And it's yeah. like you don't get it a lot, you know? Um but I think the two of them writing maybe like a similar kind of story where it's like Peter against a more like force type of villain you know um I, I could see that being appealing um like something that's got like kind of the energy of like you know like a craven's last hunt or something like that that's like a little bit more you know dour um than than spider-man often is i could see that being really good let's let's really elevate a character at marvel who should surpass their counterpart at dc because there's so much potential let's get let's get them on man thing you know what <laughs> that. Start the Marvel man hasn't thing said a word horrible. in like five minutes. You say man thing. Wait, hear him out. Hear him out. I want to hear this out. It comes alive. 
Um, yeah, let's elevate man thing. Let's you have think, him surpass Swamp thing. Let's go. You think he had a pitch ready for fucking man thing? <laughs> <laughs> let's hear him out. What's let's he gonna say? <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for this. The pitch is <laughs> over. Stein couldn't do it. You think Phil's gonna? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, all right. Ivan Anthony was okay. Was I'm right. not saying it wasn't, but no. it didn't come over Swamp Thing. No. <laughs> it in in that same vein though, I was thinking of something like Magic Focus, where you can have different kind of monsters to really let Greg like let loose. And um, Doctor Strange was the first thing that popped into my head. Oh, have, cool. like a magic, you know, fighting big old baddies of like giant demons and shit. I think that'll fit really well with their the art style and also with um scott's wanting of like big action stuff you know what in a similar vein while scott and greg are still at dc a mini series for etrigan would be really cool <laughs> Ooh, that's hot <clears throat> marco mm. you saying that stuff had me thinking um blade might be cool too huh that's you know, not bad i could totally yeah. see them nailing that and he does I was I vampire or something. Scott Capullo. Oh, that's yeah. Scott. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a- American vampire. American. Oh, I was gonna yeah. say. Okay. Well, listen. While Sean and Greg work on Spider Man, uh, I'll work with Scott on a. I'll, I'll give my pitch to Scott on Man Thing, and uh, we'll be great. We'll see what happens. I was gonna. I was gonna say, what are you gonna do? Draw it? <laughs> no, I'm just giving a pitch. <laughs> Scott's like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, I got you. Don't Phil's worry. editing. This is my stupid yeah. idea for man thing. He works with minions. Let's go. <laughs> man thing liberates the minions. <laughs> I don't I don't have anything unique to add as far as like a, a a book that I would like to see them work on. For me, it's really what we've already kind of talked about. Spider-Man, Daredevil. That's what yeah. I would like. Cool. I, I don't think they would excel on like an Avengers or X-Men type of thing. No. Nah. I want no street no. level. Capullo doing a Wolverine book. I think they could. They, they could, could do. do they that. could do a Wolverine book together. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it was like a, um, if it was like a moodier version of that <clears throat> Cap story that Ta-Nehisi Coates did, where it's just like Logan, just like kind of traveling around, like going on adventures and helping people and stuff like that. I could see something like that being really cool. I was thinking of like Ben Wolverine book. with Capullo. That'd be sick. Now we're talking. <laughs> Wait, what was that? I said Ben Percy with Capullo would be sick on Wolverine. Ooh, all right. Oh, I could, shit. I, fuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But who, who's, who's on that with him? Um, oh, it's... Um, it, it's a very similar style. Victor or something. Bogdanovich? Yes. Yes, yes. What a fantastic last name, by the way. Percy? Just- yeah. although recently adam kubert's been on doing some stuff um which is pretty cool i'm mad about that (laughs) (laughs) all right so this next one comes from drew craig on our west craig interview (laughs) oh Um, oh yeah they wrote in and said great interview (laughs) (laughs) thanks Uh, i appreciate that (laughs) is this like wes's brother like (laughs) dad (laughs) it's his dad yeah definitely not Wes Craig. I love the idea that it's. It was like his dad. He's like, oh, I'm so proud of my son. Great interview. <laughs> oh, you had man. a little smudge on your face, though. I, I love that. Oh, he's like, keep keep intimidating that interviewer, son. Uh, Aaron Aaron Moore wrote in in our on our um, reviews from last week where we reviewed Robin, Batman number one, Venom number one, and Thing number one, and they just said thank you. And to that, <laughs> I'll say you're welcome. 
Oh, okay. Oh, uh, damn. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on you. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead. no, no. You didn't step on me. We just went two different directions. I was going to say thank you. Oh. <laughs> Pete, Sean, What can you. I say? You know, you're welcome. You know what, Phil? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Kill and Marco, uh, thank you. Mm-mm. You know what? You're okay. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it was fucking me. So. How's that song from Moana go? What can I say except you're welcome? Say except you're welcome. That's it. Yeah. I work at a toy store. I hear that song all the time. Why don't I? Kill. Kill. Thank you for that. Wow. Wow. What a great reference. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for bringing up The Rock. Thank you're you. You're welcome. Thank you to you wanna, all. You guys want to hear me do that rap? Fuck no. 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 Thank you to everyone who wrote it this out. week. We really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, hopefully you guys will keep the comments coming. It's uh, it's always awesome. <laughs> Post credit rap from Kale. Never. Um, let's instead of instead of listen. Let me tell you something. All right. In hell, let's say I let's say I went to hell because I'm a, a bad human. Well, you don't. You haven't accepted our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ into your heart. Obviously. That's true. You're right. So I will go to hell. It's an inevitability. I've accepted what, that. Okay, fine. So moving on. Let's say I go to hell. In hell for me is Kale also, uh, or a visage oh, of Kale because he's going to heaven. Yeah, um, <laughs> rapping Biggie Smalls lyrics. No, <laughs> yes, forever. That hurts. <laughs> it's gonna be like a spoken word version where it's like overly enunciated. <laughs> and then there's just two red, ver- there's two button. versions of Phil behind him just dabbing just <laughs> I would I would have to yeah red yeah. red like Shakespeare <laughs> Pete just saying random question of the week as loud as possible over and over again I'm not even there it's just like the echo of like you yep. can just hear it just, it's booming just creating a, 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 a feedback loop the yep. energy from the 300 episodes we've done that he's created it's all just trapped down in hell all the cosmic yep. energy <laughs> and marco's just there just banging oh. chicks just quietly <laughs> <laughs> no, hell for some people ain't that bad <laughs> my sin was lust <laughs> ew ew i hate that <laughs> I hated everything about that. That was fucking nasty. I loved it. Uh, cut that, cut that out of the episode and play that on a loop. Oh my god! Please don't. That's that's in hell for me too. If this were a long box episode, that would be the title. You guys remember that? Yeah. Oh, who could forget some of those titles? Oh man! All right, let's let's jump into the pals. Inhaler. <laughs> I got one right here. Oh, okay, yeah, here. Here, buddy. Pass the rock. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I'll take that one, too. Sweet. Um, So from Kale, who uh, needs his inhaler, uh, we've got Robin's number one. So this, oh, I do actually really need my inhaler. This is a uh, this is from Tim Seeley. I hear you. I hear it. <laughs> go get it, dude. <laughs> you want to go really next? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Seeley. <laughs> Rough. All right. So, um, Pete. I'll go next. I don't, one of the two people on this podcast that can fucking breathe, apparently. 
<laughs> oh, um, Nice House on the Lake, number six. I did list that book. Yes, uh, oh. <laughs> Nice House has been uh, has been a really fun book. I'm bummed, obviously, that this is. Uh, the last issue before uh, James Tinian takes a long, long break on this book um, to go do Substack and a bunch of other things all over the fucking place. So, you know, obviously awesome to see him have those opportunities and that success. A bummer that this will be our last uh, at bat for this book for a while. But, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's been a good ride. I'm looking forward to seeing how, because I know that this was kind of planned. So I imagine that, you know, I, ideally, anyway, hopefully it'll leave us in like a, a cool, exciting, satisfying place while we have to wait for the, the next half of it. Marco said, my sin was lost and that overstimulated Kale's brain so much, his Christian brain, that he, his lungs overheated. <laughs> he got the vapors. He's like, well, that's too sexual. I got <laughs> the vapors. <laughs> Um, only Kale, southern you... debutantes can get the vapors so that makes sense yeah are you prepared <laughs> now to speak about robbins yes so <laughs> sorry uh so uh written by tim seeley art by baldemar rivas uh this is a book that questions um whether or not being robin is a good thing um all of the robins finally get together and decide whether or not their lives are better because they're Robin or not. Uh, and I'm really excited for a book like that. Cause I, there are, there are several like Jason and Stephanie who I have to imagine are on the uh, not side. <laughs> if a billionaire <clears throat> offered to adopt you and pay for your life, but you had to fight crime in a costume would you do it? Absolutely. I mean, Are yeah, that, me? to be fair, that's all I've wanted since I was a child. So, yeah. yes, but. <laughs> well, I think I think this new The Batman trailer really underscores what a weirdo Bruce Wayne is. Like, you look at Robert Pattinson, that trailer is like, man, that guy's, does he bathe? Wait, really? <laughs> <Does he> bathe? <laughs> I just had an important question, Sean. Which billionaire? Because if it's like Oprah, sure. If it's like Elon Musk, I'm out. I don't want to fight crime with Elon Musk. Mm, but if Oprah asks me to be her sidekick, I'm all in. Robert nah, Pattinson I'd be Tesla Towers. boy. Tesla boy. Tesla. <laughs> oh my god! Marco just got two of those dumbass flamethrowers that he made. <laughs> Tesla boys here. Oh shit! We've got to so dump all this stock. <laughs> He's do Dogecoin boy. Yeah, Doge yeah. isn't being used as a currency. <laughs> Got fucking Mark Zuckerberg tied up to a uh, the keys of a giant typewriter. That's the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> great work today, Marco, my little Tesla boy. For today's work, I'm going to pay you an Ethereum. Marco would take okay, it. I would not offensive take it. at all. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's like four thousand dollars right now. No one cares. Of course, uh, you know that <laughs> fucking dork. <laughs> uh, Kale also chose Young Avengers Omnibus. Yeah, this is uh, Kieran Gillen and uh, Jamie McKelvey. Uh, this is easily one of my favorite Marvel books. I really like uh, the the sort of uh, Kieran Gillen's brick pop sensibilities in it. I like the experimentation they do with uh, a lot of the uh, the panel stuff and the the meta commentary uh, within the book. 
easily one of my very favorite and formative uh, Marvel books. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I don't get many omnibus, but I'm going to pick this up. Nice uh, stocking stuffer, if it actually comes out. How big is your yeah. fucking stocking, Sean? I was going to say, that stocking's dripping it's to the got floor. Some, this man's got tree trunks for legs. You, you don't even know. <laughs> um, so Marco chose The Wall, number one. So this is written by Magnetic Press, or it's published by Magnetic Press, and they've put out a few different European books that I've enjoyed. Um, so usually whenever they put something out, I'm interested. This is about a two, a father and daughter who uh, are trying to get behind a wall that supposedly is fabled to be a utopia in this post-apocalyptic world. And um, the it's written by Antoine Charayron and uh, the arts by Mark Mario Alberti. And it just looks cool. Uh, I like them, uh, the publisher, and usually what they put out is pretty good. So I'm, I'm always willing to give it a shot. Sweet. Um, <clears throat> you and Phil both chose Primordial Number 3. Yes, indeedy. Men of taste, as I always say. Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrentino, Dave Stewart. Uh, we're talking animals in some kind of trans-dimensional space in the early 60s. Need I say more? It's excellent. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in Wednesday to hear our review. That's right. Um, I chose Superman, Son of Cal El, number five. So this is the this is this is it. This is the issue where um, <clears throat> John is going to, you know, kind of like express his love or whatever for. Um, I'm not even sure the name of the, the, the character, but it's his love interest. Um, so obviously, you know, there's a lot of people really upset that this exists. I'm not one of those people. I think I might even make the trip to Midtown Comics on Tuesday to make sure that I get my copy. That, Beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's that speculator I'm, issue. His name is, uh, is Jay. Jay Nakamura. Right, right. Yes. Yep. Uh, Tom Taylor, John Timms. Um, great creative team. Tom Taylor's doing awesome work across the board. And uh, I haven't really read anything of his Superman run. So I, I've purchased all of them, but I'm going to read them all and then jump on board with issue five. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about hacking again. <laughs> Let's, let's talk about ransom. Marco's bumping his. He's like, yeah, hacking. It's like a good teenager in a '90s movie. <laughs> I'm hacking You're, the mainframe. Hacking the mainframe. Oh no, firewall. <laughs> There's aliens. What are we gonna do? Well, thank God, I'm a 13 year old girl with a MacBook. <laughs> I'm almost there. No. Oh no, someone answered the phone. I lost internet. <laughs> You guys ever see the movie Blank Check? Yep. No. Oh, yeah. One of my time, favorite yep. movies. It's so good. It's this kid oh. who, uh, you know, he wants money, right? And his, his parents won't give him any money or whatever. And so he ends up, like, getting all this money that he's not supposed to have due to a banking error. Yeah. And he creates this fake 
uh, identity called Macintosh that he uses <laughs> to buy like uh, you know to bring to, to buy a mansion bring to that mansion like basically a theme park and tries to like hook up with this adult woman who sort of leads him on quite frankly but she's actually an FBI agent great movie it's crazy it's a good movie um all right so diamond was hacked uh <laughs> Great movie. So Diamond. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's not even that, like, I love hacking. It's just that it's like, of course, this would happen. To of Diamond. course, like, it was Diamond. <laughs> yeah. COVID, COVID did not kill Diamond, right? So then they got hacked. It's like part, it's like movie two. Like, this is just the next chapter in, in the awful story of Diamond. I feel like this is like chapter three because it's like also Penguin was like, oh, cool. We're going to oh, eat yeah. your fucking lunch. Like, right. Their competitor, their apex predator uh, came out. Now they got hacked. Like, it's just bad. It's from bad to worse. It, this is all in about a year. So uh, Diamond's website uh was was hacked and it went it went down on friday uh this is this is last week it went down on friday and it was down for almost the whole weekend um it was a it was a ransomware attack which is basically where you know you get a you get a message that says surprise you've been hacked you can't access any of your files and if you don't pay us within the next 48 hours we'll just delete everything um, and this is something that's not terribly uncommon for businesses. Um, you know, it, it's it's a thing that happens. It's gotten worse the last couple of years, too. I know that, like, you've seen, like, a real push for, like, um, better Internet security. Like, two-factor uh, authentication is becoming, like, more and more common. And it's because this is like, being become such a rampant issue. Yeah. Now, I wish I could tell you that I have the message that diamond received um i really i wish i had that but i don't i don't have that but this is this is what uh diamond sent out to retailers as many of you know we are currently experiencing systems issues affecting our order processes and communications our it department and a team of third-party experts are working around the clock to address these issues and restore full operations we've determined that the systems issues we're experiencing are the result of a ransomware attack (laughs) <laughs> sorry these att- <laughs> that's just so funny these the attacks way, have go ahead the way that's phrased almost makes it sound like it's it might not be you know oh you think they're lying well yeah i mean maybe not even lying maybe they're just completely incompetent <laughs> uh yeah ransomware yeah 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 that's what it is <laughs> i definitely know what that is i'm steve jeppy <laughs> this is a good thing guys you don't understand oh my god uh these attacks have unfortunately become increasingly pervasive in recent months impacting organizations around the world of course they had to throw that in there to make it so that it's not like this is just dying that we fucked up that was, yeah that was a copywriter who really had to put in the work <laughs> Uh, So they go on to say, we want to assure you that customer data and financial information is not stored on our network. And as such, we have no reason to believe it has been impacted by this attack. In addition to the investigation underway by our team of third party forensic experts, we've also wait. (laughs) Diamond has money to pay forensic experts. (laughs) 
They don't negotiate with terrorists, but it's, it's really one of the people that works at Diamond's like teenage son. Like, he forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Paul the Jeppy. Kid from Blank Check. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Jeppy's nephew that, you know, he walks around with his iPhone sometimes. Hey, you're pretty good on that thing. Can you help me? He's, he's, come, playing, he's, he's like he's an Apple genius. Mine. Like, <laughs> oh my God. He sees him playing Minecraft a lot. He's like, whoa, I don't know what this is, but he's probably good with tech. They're like, Paul, we need you. You know what it was? The McAfee subscription just needed to be updated. That's all it was. Oh god. <laughs> Guys, we cannot access any of our systems right now. <laughs> oh man. Uh while some of our systems remain down, rest assured we are continuing to ship product and fill orders to the greatest extent we can. Our <laughs> retailer services portal is online and available for final order cutoff this evening and tomorrow. Thank you for your patience as we work to restore full operations as quickly as possible. We're grateful for your support and we'll share updates with you as we have them. And then they said that there would be delays. Uh, I knew that. Yeah. So there won't be books shipped out as normal. <laughs> they were able to get some books out, but there were uh, some delays as well. Uh into the next week so some stores won't be uh getting their product until november 15th or 16th jesus that's and that's that's when they're saying you know like who knows it could be days after that yeah and it's like how many folks go to a different shop or something like that if they have the option right right your business is lost that's brutal um but situation it, it is it is worth pointing out and and by the way, as I said earlier on when we were you know laughing about this, they did have an emergency website that they switched to. That is that is a real thing. Um, but all's well that ends well, I guess, because uh, they were able to resolve the hack. Uh, they gained they regained access to their website. Um, there's no there's no information about what they had to do in order to get access back i don't know if they paid i don't you know i don't know i i don't know how they resolved it but diamond's okay you think they just forgot the password (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm gonna be honest i have had that happen to me where i thought i got hacked (laughs) but it was just the wrong password oh my god and it's happened quite a few times sean gappy over here <laughs> no, it's just you know, I we're we're razzing them a little bit. We're having some fun, but I, I I immediately thought of how like every time there's been one of these you know kind of like cuts to Diamond in the last year that you talked about at the top of this story, Sean. There's always that response that comes from Steve Geppy where he's like, "Okay, don't worry about it. It's all good. Like <laughs> Diamond's still rocking and rolling." I'm just like waiting for him. He's like, you know, we are Diamond. We here at Diamond are really excited by the opportunity that this ransomware attack uh, presents for us. You know, it's we think we're gonna bounce back stronger and more secure than ever. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot my password was one, two, three, four, five, six. And I got hacked with that password. This is all Come part on. of his public statement. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know, I, I only included this news item to do what we're doing now. It's the, it, there's I have nothing to say about this. I'm not surprised by it. I'm not like wowed. I I don't feel bad. Like it's just funny. 
But what, what, what was the ransom? Like, what are you holding a comic book distributor? Yeah, right. That's question. the best part is they're right like, question. you need to pay us a million dollars. And they're like, good fucking luck with that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you got some that. change in my pocket. You want that? <laughs> like, we need $50. Shit. I had to go to my rich uncle again. I got some lenticulars if you want those. <laughs> oh, he went to his nephew, the genius worker. Paul. And asked him to borrow 50 bones. Paul Jeppy. <laughs> No, well, Apple well, genius. That's half my paycheck from Starbucks, Uncle. <laughs> no, I told you he works at Apple. No, Get it back to you, I swear. Genius. Uh, as a quick aside, I just wanted to add that if you happen to have um, 50 bucks, call Steve Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> he needs you to wire it over. <laughs> Quickly, <laughs> Steve Jeppy at diamondcomics.net. dot <laughs> oh, <man>. dot com. <laughs> I I just wanted to add. Com. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Diamond Diamond Comics Distributors at AOL dot com. <laughs> Message me on AIM, bro. Oh my God, Steve Jeppy two three four. On aim. He's like, yo, DM me on MySpace. Hit my line. <laughs> hit my line. Yeah. Hit. Oh, DM Steve me Jeppy, or hit one. my line. <laughs> Steve Jeppy, one, two, three, four, Zoe. Wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave the briefcase of $50 in Amish. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope he's got like a red burner phone you know it's like under a piece of glass check the nokia phone <laughs> he's, oh my what god was, what was that phone <laughs> the nokia where it had like the button and you go and you, where are you at like you remember that? oh my god <laughs> so that was that sprint phone the walkie talkie yeah <laughs> oh god what are those called they have a specific name right I can't remember. I'm looking it up. We hear oh, diamond funny. are in fact in the 21st century. The year is 2005. You got to beep them. <laughs> Hit my pager, bro. Boost, Boost Mobile. Where are you at, commercial? Featuring Fat Joe. Nice. I found what it. year? I found it. Boost Mobile got to be at least 2006. Fat Joe yeah. back in the day. Oh, man. Um, If you happen to have unused comic book bags they are worth a lot of money now um i'm not kidding so bcw for example is a company that sells 100 bags at eight dollars and 49 cents right on ebay right now several Wait, of those have sold can we go guess ahead. can we oh, guess yeah, how much let's, go. Yeah, let's guess go ahead. that's good <laughs> over yeah. under I bet you they're selling for let's say fifty bucks a pop. Okay. I'm gonna go sixty-nine dollars a pop. Nice memeing. Yep. We're talking the um the the clear plastic comic book bags. Yep. Like a pound a pack, pack, right? Mm, a pack of a hundred. Of a hundred. Yeah. I'll go I'll say four twenty. Nice bitch. Four hundred and twenty. All right. <laughs> You're close. Oh uh, no! No, listen. Six thousand nine hundred and sixty-nine dollars. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm gonna say like seventy bucks. God. All right. So who said fifty? That was me. 
Okay, so you're the least wrong. Fuck. Um, still way it's, too high. It's yeah, it's thirty dollars. That's still that's a that's a lot though. That's, that's insane. That's three times as much. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking nuts. I would never pay thirty dollars for a set of bags and boards. But I'll tell you this: I have several that are unopened. So <laughs> hit my line. <laughs> I will sell you them. Hit my line. And, and we could make a deal. I made the joke about it uh, on the reviews last week. I'm about to just go start hanging outside of comic book stores in a fucking trench coat, you know, just like looking around like, you want to buy some okay. bags? Okay, <laughs> that's you on Wednesdays. <laughs> oh, Pete, that's 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 a good Resident Evil cut. <laughs> when he's like, what are you buying? What are you buying? <laughs> Right. Oh, I also man. think of that fucking creep from Hercules where he's like, you want to buy a sundial? <laughs> <laughs> also, Marco found the phone. It's a Motorola uh, Nextel. There Walkie you go. Talkie. So, yeah, if you call up Diamond through 1-800-CALL-ATT, you might be able to get a hold of them for the ransom. Yeah, not going to lie. This is a hot phone. It's right? all yellow. Like, damn. My uncle was in construction, always had it. My dad had one for a hot minute. The first comment that I saw, five-star connection to your middle school boyfriend, a.k.a. <laughs> nostalgia. <laughs> He's doing. I love that you found an Amazon phone. listing. for Who's buying this on Amazon, this retro phone that you can't even use anymore? It's currently unavailable, unfortunately. Yeah. Damn. Well, you know the middle-aged person that had this phone also had, like, a clip on their belt, so they yep. had their phone on their belt instead of, like, mm -hmm. in their pocket? <laughs> well they have to bend down sometimes <laughs> my dad oh, had one of those for a minute because he had a beeper before cell phones were like hot so he like didn't he was like used to the belt clip and i was like dad you gotta stop with this this phone on the belt thing is not a good look for you <laughs> no joke i had that still have it. you had a beeper i no. i had a, a, <laughs> a cloak like a, a clip a clip on my belt for my phone yeah thousand percent believe that yeah, yeah, that's pretty embarrassing now that I think about it. Bring, I was it, back. Bring it back. It's not <laughs> hell no. But you know what? I kind of wish I had, and I will never do this, but I kind of wish I had like a, like a, um, you know, those, those fanny those pack? Like, yeah. Yo, fanny packs are in right now, Sean. You can back. do it. <laughs> can't do it. Dwayne Johnson but, did it in his 20s. Why not us? That's true. Maybe I'll get like a Merce or something. That's the thing, it. though. Then you got to Then it's like your fucking shoulder's gonna hurt. The fanny pack it keeps you mobile, you know. Dude, I ain't getting a merch. I ain't fight. getting a fanny pack. I'm not doing any of that shit. <laughs> Regular Jan sport. That's it. Sean's not even going out in public. So, <laughs> <laughs> if I never had to, I never would. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the next team of X Men. So remember that time that Marvel did a contest to see which X character would join uh, Jerry Duggan's new X-Men team. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Nobody voted for Polaris. Smart people did. That's why she won. So now Marvel is taking everybody else, all the losers, and putting them on a team <laughs> and calling them... The secret X-Men. That's a great idea. I want to call them the X-Losers or something. I think that's yeah. frank. That's frankly <laughs> fucking hilarious that they're like, we all <laughs> lost. Let's be our own team. 
we suck. Let's team up. It's like it, it, it reminds me of they're like they're like the minor league baseball team that the X Men has. So that if somebody gets sick, they're like ah, right, we'll call up one of these fucking losers from the. Oh. <laughs> Brian, Brian K. Vaughn wrote the Runaways. These guys are gonna be the runner ups. <laughs> oh. That was good. That was really good. Nice. I wasn't sure how that would land, but that's oh, awesome. Oh man, that was. <laughs> I'm good. into that. So the team is Strong Guy, Forge, Tempo, Boom Boom, Marrow, Armor, Cannonball, Sunspot, and Banshee. It's a lot of people. All right, big team. You look at the cover too. It's like, damn, yeah, this is a lot of this. A this a big group, and it doesn't like really make a lot of sense. Like I don't know. It's just who's the leader, you know? Forge, I guess. That's what uh, I was thinking. I, strong guy. Strong guy. Yes. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I guess. Like, I guess it could be him or maybe Cannonball. Cannonball. That. Yeah, you're right. He may, it, would, it would. Yeah. Maybe Sunspot, but I feel like probably because Cannonball's the leader of. Um, the, help me out, Kale. Isn't he the leader of Hellions? No, not no. Hellions. Um, uh, wow, the, why can't I think of this? Fuck the one that. Oh my God, I'm just gonna look it up. It's no, don't you dare, New Mutants. Yes, New yes, Mutants. Thank you. Wow, what this the stuff wrong with us? Like, right wow. We're a comic book podcast. Tongue. We 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 can talk for you know 40 minutes about ransom attacks and shit, but we can't. We don't know who the. <laughs> I can't new remember the fucking are. New Mutants. To new be fair, like I'm getting it wrong now. There's <laughs> 70, 70 different X Men teams that come across every 10 minutes like yeah, they well, change teams more than i change my underwear so yeah well, that's probably true that, so. here's the 71st and the creative team is teeny howard mm. and francesco mobili um they're going to do a one shot uh in in february and then i assume that uh this will be a thing going forward uh, I kind of hope it stays a one shot, to be honest. Yeah, like Teeny being on the book doesn't. I, I feel like on this podcast, we've had very mixed feelings about the writing, and this doesn't this doesn't strike confidence in me. And then I'm trying to look for Francesco Mobley. Uh, he's done some Daredevil stuff, a few X Men things here or there. It looks pretty good, um, but. I think in execution, things look a little bit different. And so mm. um, I'd be curious to see a few more pages. And this cover even is by, Fran- um, was it, Lenil Francis U. So yes. we know that that's top tier. Um, I, I, I'm i going to have to see like preview pages. And even then, Teeny's not the, the, the draw for me. I, I think I'm probably higher on Teeny Howard than anyone here. Um, and I'm not like over the moon. I do think she's talented and I really enjoyed a lot of what she did in Excalibur. Mm-hmm. Um, if you told me that Teeny Howard was writing a, a, you know, a team, a team book for the X-Men and it had a, a, a cast of characters that I was more into. All right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that this will force her to get away from like the, the magical aspect of it. Cause that kind of graded on me after a while. So I'm definitely going to give her a shot on this one. I really like armor uh, and I really like forge. So, you know, and Marrow's cool too. Yeah. Like it's a solid enough team, you know, like, I, I don't know. 
there it could be something here. Like it's it's not an announcement that necessarily gets me excited, but I think it could materialize to a book that's interesting and worth reading. So see what happens. Just on its face, it's just the strong guy. I was thinking about that a lot, Sean, and I was thinking like <laughs> if I was a superhero, I might like ironically call myself strong guy. <laughs> It's <laughs> because you're a troll. <laughs> Don't worry, strong guys here. Are you really strong? Eh, not really. I, I, I actually, I'm telepathic. <laughs> <laughs> um, strong guy. Actually, I will say this: one of my favorite toys I ever had. Oh, because he's big and beefy. Those are always the best toys. But my man's arms sucked. He could only do this because <laughs> he's you too buff. <laughs> yeah, he's way too buff. Yep. Like like Johnny Bravo got those teeny tiny legs. Do the monkey with me. Oh man. They should bring that back. Now we're talking. Yeah. Kale will uh do the voice. Also, oh, yeah. uh this isn't a team book. This is yeah, a teeny book. <laughs> Very glad I talked over that joke. <laughs> <laughs> me too, buddy. Me too. Mark, I can add crickets uh post. <laughs> Oh no, they were there. <laughs> nice. Uh, real quick, before we get into our main topic, I do want to talk a little bit about Eternals. Uh, obviously, you know, it came out last week, number one movie in the world. Marvel's never going to not promote that. Um, but it doesn't mean that it was a success the way that they had hoped. Um, it made $71 million. Uh, and it's opening weekend, which is obviously for pand- for the pandemic, that's pretty good. Um, Black Widow made 80 million and Shang-Chi made 75 million. So it does come in third of all of Marvel's offerings so far this year. I'm sure Spider-Man will blow all them out of the water. Um, but the thing about Eternals is that it's the reviews for it, you know, have not been good. Um, so it's, it's made the money that you, you know, they didn't, they expected better, but it did okay for the pandemic, but the reviews are bad. What do you guys think is the future of the Eternals? I think it, I think it'll get another at bat because I think it, the reviews for it are, are bad, right? Like are, are, are mixed anyway, I guess is the, the best you could say about it. Um, but you know, the audience score is not that low. And I think the idea that this movie came out and was whatever um, is not necessarily a problem Mm. because like, I think, you know, I made this point in our review. I think the benefit that Eternals two has over Eternals one, if you know, assuming we get an Eternals two is that it doesn't, it doesn't have nearly as much legwork to do. Like, this right. movie had a lot on its shoulders, and that's, you know, its own fault, but it had nine main characters, ten main characters, um, and also had to explain who the Eternals are, why we haven't seen them before now, what Celestials are. Like, we had to deal with a lot of, like, big cosmic conversations and and kind of establishing the status quo now that that's done and we know who these characters are we you know have uh, 
a, a smaller team because they've been broken up and gone in some different directions. I feel like now you can have some of those characters either like feature in other people's movies or, you know, have a smaller cast in Eternals 2, whatever, whatever, and like build on what's there and, you know, get to a place where people are behind them. Or you decentralize their role and you make them have a bit more of like a Hulk kind of role where they're supporting players in other people's stories and whatever, you know? Um, I don't think it was enough of a catastrophic failure that they're going to just be like, that they're going to pull in Inhumans and try to just pretend that they don't exist, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, I definitely agree that they'll get their second shot. I think, though, they have to be careful about the amount of characters that they bring in. I think that's probably one of our bigger criticisms is just the amount of people that are involved and the players there. Mm -hmm. And even though we got some, a few knocked out by the looks of it, we're going to be introduced to even more. And those, those are going to be characters that we have no connection to immediately. And so, you know, we're still going to kind of have to work through why do we care about these characters and how do they interplay with the, our current cast. And I think, they're just going to have to be careful about the the way they execute the next one from that end. Um, but definitely agreed that the, uh, the sort of preambles out of the way, and that can only be positive for how it affects the rest of the MCU and especially the cosmic stuff. So I think from that end, that I'm excited for mostly is how do they continue to grow that space considering the fact that we got but I, I really enjoyed the visuals and the mythology there. And if that's going to continue to be a priority, I'm, I'm absolutely down. And I think that'll be a bit more successful because I think once uh, an MCU movie gets into the groove of not having to explain things, it just kind of gives you and presents you a story. That's where it really shines. And so for that, I'm excited. Uh, they just got to be sure that, you know, we, we, we're taken care of from a character perspective. Yeah. Shit, I mean, to build on that, we had two Thor movies that were like, you know, the first Thor movie's fine, and two is not, and then <laughs> three, they finally, like, figured it out, so, like, you got time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, if you want to know what we thought about Eternals, you should go and check out our review that we did of the film. Uh, I got a review of our review from my favorite listener, my aunt's coworker. Oh, oh no! Yes. He's back. He's back. Yes. He's back. He is back. Oh my god. He told my aunt at work to call me on yes. the phone. Of course. He's not to, dis to discuss it. And by the way, my man was so excited to talk about this that he didn't even finish listening to our review. She said to me that he was sitting there with our review playing in the in the office talking to us about what we were saying that's, and then he could he just couldn't wait he had to get amazing. on the phone that's amazing so of course i took the call <laughs> and he gets on and he's like uh first of all love you guys love your reviews black widow review great love it eternals i saw it twice he's like I know he's like, I know you see it with your girlfriend uh, every time. Well, I saw it with my best friend. She's a girl. And this is what I, this is what he said to me. And, uh, you know, she doesn't know. She doesn't. She knew more than me because she went on a website and looked up stuff. But 
she liked it. But I I was confused. I don't really know. I kind of gave it, I, I think it was a six. People saying it was the worst uh, MCU movie. Have these people not seen Thor The Dark World? Thank you. He says, uh, you want to know how I know that Thor The Dark World is the worst movie ever? Well, I went to the marathon before Avengers Endgame where they showed every single Marvel movie and I sat there and I watched them and the one Marvel movie they did not show was Thor the Dark World. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Holy shit. I thought he was going to say that everybody like got up and left. That was yeah. the intermission. But they just straight up didn't play it. That's hilarious. <laughs> and the best part is he said they didn't play it and it has an Infinity Stone in it. That That's was good so- that. <laughs> Incredible. That's hilarious. Maybe we should do a call-in show with that guy or something. Dude. <laughs> call-in show. Hell yeah. That would be I, incredible. I don't know if you want that. This call <laughs> was 30 minutes. Listen, that's 30 minutes of content we have to provide. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Fair enough. He is he is a trip. It's, it's very funny uh, talking to him about this stuff. And he's so uh, passionate about his feelings. Uh, but he gave Eternals, I believe, uh, a six or no, he gave it a seven. He gave it a seven. So okay. right. if, if you wanted to know my aunt's co-workers review. What's, what's, what's on his... the show? What, how does Sean's aunt's co-worker feel about this thing in comics adjacent media? What what was his uh, score for Black Widow? I'm curious. Um, he didn't tell me. Call he, in. He, he, wanted to, he wanted to talk more about uh, Shang Chi. He 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 really liked that. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's 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 him. He loved he loved <laughs> loved Shang Chi. Was middle middling on Eternals, uh, and Thor: The Dark World is the worst Marvel movie. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of Marvel, Disney Plus Day just happened, and they announced a ton of new content uh, that. Uh, I'm interested in talking about some of it. I'm really excited about others. eh, We'll see. Um, We'll get into that now on our main topic. So Disney plus day was uh, yesterday and Disney decided to show off a whole host of new stuff. They showed off like stuff, you know, across Disney, like a lot of cool things that if you're, you know, a Disney head, you'll probably, you know, really appreciate uh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, of course. <laughs> Come on. Um, Shang-Chi is now streaming on there. Uh, so you, oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, sick. Okay. They dropped it finally. Yeah, and they I'm glad also, I'll finally get to see it. Same. <gasps> oh, that's I missed right. It. You yeah. never saw it. No. And like by the time I, I was able to like eck out time to go see it, it was already out. Are you like gonna watch it or do you do you have do you intend to i'll definitely watch it yeah i don't think i'll get to watch it this weekend um my best friend's getting married so like after this i'm going and doing wedding stuff but i think i probably will end up watching it before next week's show. why don't you watch it at the wedding what's wrong with you bring the projector bring it, bring it the throw it up yeah. on the wall it'll probably be more entertaining she's <laughs> <laughs> saying something the other cool thing that they're doing is they put out like IMAX um, dimension, I guess, versions of all the of like recent Marvel movies. Yeah. Huh, okay. Which yeah. is really interesting. That'd be cool yeah. for projector. Yeah. 
Yeah. You, you want to host, Marco? I'll come around. Dude, we've been thinking about getting a projector for the bedroom so that we don't have to get up to use the TV. Oh, well, I'm not getting in your bed. <laughs> that's not that's I know not what happens in there. I don't think you're allowed in his bed either. <laughs> you're, you're you're probably right. Um, I am. You're, you're probably not. right. <laughs> what? <laughs> and Kel said that with confidence too, which means he knows it to be the case. Oh yeah, baby. All right. Well, if you want to get that OnlyFans going. <laughs> uh so obviously all that stuff's cool, but what we're here for is the new announcements that we got and some of the footage actually that we got to see. So I want to start with the new announcements that we got out of Disney Plus Day. There is a television show coming to Disney Plus called Agatha House of Harkness. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's cause... the proper reaction. You guys, you hey, guess what? You guys all got it. You got A plus. It. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Disney wanted from us. This, I mean, did this I is, do good? This was basically what we said. I we talked about this show getting announced. I think on the show a couple weeks ago, um, or months ago now. But yeah. Um. Okay. It's it's just feels like a weird choice. Like I I definitely have applauded Marvel's recent efforts to want to flesh out antagonists more and you know um have villains that stick around for the course of a phase or more and we can see them grow and change and you know um form grudges and and all that kind of stuff right like that's great but like and 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 Agatha Harkness is a character I definitely want to see more of um I I really loved um oh I'm blanking on her name um Catherine Hahn uh, yeah. loved her performance. Like I thought she was a real highlight of the show and I'm excited that she's going to be sticking around. Um, but yeah, the idea of her like in her own show is, I think it, it leaves me in a similar way to that X-Men announcement we talked about earlier where I'm like, I'm not excited about this on its face, but if it comes out and it's good, then that's really all that matters. And it could be good. You know, like she's great. Um, so I don't know. Like, do we get any indication on what it is? No, they they didn't say anything about what it is, as far as I'm aware. Um, it's just just the title, you know, um, and a cool graphic. That's that's all we got. I I I couldn't care less about this, and it's not because I didn't like Agatha. It's just because you know, uh, there's so many characters I feel like that could use. An opportunity push. like this, yeah, right. they could use a push. And you know, Agatha is ultimately a an antagonist, and maybe they're trying to switch that up. But this feels like a, a reaction to how that one episode, you know, the it was Agatha all along that people really got into. Yeah, and that has now morphed into a whole show. And I don't, I don't know that that's like a terrible thing, but it just, it's, it's a weird thing to me. Well, I think that's clearly what's happening. This yeah. show happened because it was Agatha all along. <laughs> right. She made this show. By the way, Phil, I just saw what 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 it says on your shirt, show pony. Uh that you are the show pony. Giddy up. Yeehaw. No. 
it's it's weird because that like if this is going to be a past show situation i'm not as interested in it but mm-hmm. if this is going to be a what happens post like does agatha's mind get re-unlocked from the spell that wanda put her under okay that's cool because then at the very least there's like that story has legs she may be looking for revenge and wants to team up or or maybe she comes back and it's about her training wanda and you know i I feel like there's there's opportunity here i'm just interested to know how it connects back to where we left her because that's the big question i think similarly i could see it being used in the way that loki was used where it's you know like obviously that story developed loki as a character but a lot of what it did was develop corners of the mcu and if this is maybe an opportunity for them to have a show that explores the magical side of the marvel universe um in a way that doesn't have to be as character centric that could be good like that's that i could see that having value yeah what i was gonna say is like uh what's the title again sean uh, House of Harkness. Make this like a an anthology series where she is like a crypt keeper, and it explores like the magic or the horror side yeah. of the MCU. That's and, cool. But yeah, like do something fucking fun. Like, like maybe you have an episode about Man Thing. Maybe you have an episode about you know Werewolf I, by Night. Like sure, right? Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Pirates. No. Mm. Marvel pirates. No. Magic, magic pirates. Okay. No. Uh, no. Pirates are horrifying, you know, <laughs> to me. It's bad. But I don't know that that constitutes, you know, something that belongs on Disney+. Plus. Let's stay away from the pirates. <laughs> not not crazy about WandaVision. It wasn't my thing. Wait. Uh, this show is not really my thing either. Though uh, the idea of an anthology series, I'd, I'd be very intrigued by that. It won't be that because I don't, they're shitty and they won't do it. <laughs> but like, that would be really cool. Right? I don't know though, Kale. I, like, I don't think that that's out of the realm of possibility. I guess it's of what, what it's not out of the realm right. of possibility. No, I, I, was kind of that me, idea. Dumb, dumbass me thought of it. Like, it's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> yeah. like, he says with his he, mouth full. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. My man's eating on the fucking podcast. Piece of like shit. an animal. We've been doing this 300 episodes. You guys haven't gotten on to this yet? My like, man oh has an asthma attack and decides it's a drop. <laughs> on the fucking podcast. Horse drop over here. <laughs> I don't like it. Next idea. <laughs> you know what, Kale? If you're going to eat something, let it be your shoe when it turns out that it is an anthology series. Hey, you fucking know what? I will cook my shoe and eat it on camera. Oh, boy. Hold on. Is that word? Because I'll call Kevin Feige right now. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do it. I'll cook it. I'll sauce it up. We'll put it on on a pan with some butter and some rosemary. We'll fucking go. Clip it out. This is happening. I'm telling you, it's not going to happen. I'll never forget this. Yep. Fine. I will never forget this. You will eat your shoe if this is uh, uh, an anthology. Yep. It's not gonna happen. You can't buy okay. a new shoe to eat, though. But you're committed. I'll That's do what it. we're saying. Locked here. in. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's not, Werner like, Herzog literally did this once. <laughs> Say no happen. more. Say no more. I don't even give a shit about this show. I don't care what it is. <laughs> now you're as invested. long as it's an anthology, and you have to get on this podcast and eat your shoe. I'm I'm glad it's happening. Shit, yes. I'll give have, me I'll this. Have, I'll have Marco hack a fucking all uh, the BBC. 
and I'll okay. invite you on the BBC in front of the whole world. I don't, oh, it's I not going to happen. I see. I, I see. We'll, we'll live stream now. this. Listen, we will. We will get coverage. <laughs> Cal meets a fucking Kevin Feige. He's just eating. Yeah, I'll eat my shoe if you make an anthology series. <laughs> uh, they also announced an Echo series. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of people hear that and go, "Huh?" Um, Echo, right here. I, you know, I wasn't, wasn't this even... also announced. I feel like this we... was. Was this Echo was... of the announcement? This was rumored. This was heavily rumored. Okay. Yeah. I, was saying, I remember um, talking about this too. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. I, I don't know that there's not a ton on here that we'd never discussed because, you know, a lot of these leaks are just, you know, um, but with Echo, um, she's actually a character who is deaf. So this would make her the second uh, deaf person so far in the MCU. Um, I'm interested to see how they will handle that. Um, I mean, you know, she's just deaf. It is what it is. But I, I guess I mean that in the sense of um, uh, how, do, how do I say what I'm trying to say? Like, like um, in terms of having her be in the leading role, like how does that, yeah. Yeah, how does that yeah. impact the way that that character like interacts with the world and the rest of the MCU and everything? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. In the in the let's see. Yeah, she speaks in the comic. And and uh, like, I guess I guess I'm thinking similar to um, fucking what's her name in Eternals? Makari. Makari, thank you. Um, she, she did sign language and didn't speak, but Echo does in mm. the books. So she probably reads lips. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because I think I don't know. What I was going to say is I wonder if her speaking in the books is more just because they're like, well, how do we we want a deaf character? How do we get that over in, in a comic? Yeah, they might can't have her communicate with sign language. Right. That would be really tough. They might want to uh, they might not want to do that for the show. Like you're right, Kale, but I'm just wondering yeah. if they'll want to do that. Hmm. It, obviously, uh, so, it's easier to do on television. Um, yeah. I guess I guess the thing you would have to probably do is she would need a sidekick. Like she would need some kind of character who sp- spoke sign language, but you know could communicate with characters who don't. Um, right. But the thing is, I guess if she's just if she speaks and you know um, and can read lips and everything, then you know then it's not. It, it, Although I imagine it wouldn't be a factor. I imagine in the MCU, every New Yorker probably knows sign language. <laughs> Sure. In real life, you want to make another bet? Need a shoe here? <laughs> <laughs> you can eat that other shoe. <laughs> so I, I just googled the the actress uh, Alikwa Cox. Yeah. Um, she's also an amputee. She has a prosthetic leg. So, oh, um, interesting. It's cool that they that they're uh, bringing her on. They're playing Echo. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She's that's, playing Echo in the, the Hawkeye series and in the individual series as well. Ah. Uh, okay. Probably the first uh, amputee in a, yeah. like in a major role in a Marvel movie or Marvel show. Mm-hmm. Definitely a leading role anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't have a particular interest in this, like aside from anything else. Um, I'm not, you know, like a, a massive echo fan or anything. And, I, yeah. I don't know um, the character. Yeah. So it, I always think of her as like a, one of those characters who was floating around in the, the Bendis era of, of, of Marvel. And that's cool. Uh, and the, the connection to Hawkeye is definitely there, but you know, I don't, I kind of don't want the, the Disney plus shows to start being like, Oh, here's the offshoot of this person, you know, like it's, it's an Agatha thing. Yeah. Yeah. They've already, they already are that. Yeah. But well, like, it's different. I, I, I get what Sean's saying. Cause it's like, this feels like a bridge further than that. Right. The idea of like, Oh, we're going to use this as a show to develop you know Wanda or you know the like uh like Sam and Bucky right like those yeah. are taking established supporting characters and fleshing them out more whereas this the but I feel like we might feel this way because we also haven't met Echo yet right like oh. after Hawkeye maybe you you could see how that character could carry her own series but like announcing it ahead of that show does I think that accentuates that feeling of like we, oh yeah we're just giving we're just throwing these shows out now you know we, we say this now but wait till they make a show about sam's son's schoolyard friend's dad's <laughs> cousin who's like <laughs> rhino or something <laughs> <laughs> but i mean who's to say right like we'll see how we feel on the other side of hawkeye sure yeah yeah i i guess it's just like you know, the other characters that we mentioned now, like even Loki, they're, you know, movie stars. You know, those are movie star actors. Those are movie star uh, characters. And so this feels like a step down from that. And obviously, I know not all of the Disney Plus shows can do that for financial reasons and etc. Um, so they're, they have to be these. But, um, you know, to your point, Pete, maybe Echo will be uh, developed in such an interesting way that it's like, I need more. And I feel like we we already have like seen the reverse pipeline be established, right? Where like they're having the Miss Marvel show, and then we know she's going to appear in Captain Marvel too. Maybe a similar thing can happen for Echo, right? Where like this is a good place to flesh her out and and get people behind her, and then she, you know, is the new Hawkeye's, you know, partner or whatever, something like that. So you mentioned Miss Marvel that actually got um, bumped up a little bit so it's coming out a little earlier than uh we had originally been told uh, because it got pushed back at some point and now it's bumped a little bit forward Uh, it's coming out summer 2022 cool nice yeah so um you know nothing really to say about that it's just one of those things where you know i'm ready to see it yeah there were a couple images that came out didn't wasn't there yeah there there were um you know again it's kind of like okay yeah you know it's about images on a podcast yeah like and and again like it's not like they're that dynamic necessarily the biggest thing we learned not even from disney plus but uh more recently is that they're they're altering her power set so uh in the yeah in the comics Mm, she's basically got mr fantastic's power she can you know stretch her body in any way and so they're actually altering that now. And she's like, I, I, I want to say cosmically powered in some way. That's cool. Um, I could be, that could be incorrect. So don't hold me to it. But 
because uh, we never talked about it on the show, but um, I, I believe that's what I read. Um, so they are altering her powers for sure, though, in any event. Yeah, the way I've seen it is like I, the way I would describe it is it's like armor. How you know how she's got like yeah exoskeleton armor or whatever. Yeah, but it does whatever she wants. A bit like a Green Lantern ring, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Okay. That's kind yeah. of a bummer, but it makes sense. And man, you know, and that's one of those things that's like kind of, you know, the MCU is probably going to do that because they don't want to overlap powers, especially a power like that. Like Miss Mr. Fantastic will not feel as cool if there's already someone who does what he does. Um, and I almost wish this was happening in the reverse order because I don't think that that would negatively affect Miss Marvel as much no. as it would read. Um, but yeah, uh, in any event, they also announced a Marvel Zombies show to the surprise of uh, nobody. Let's go. It's 2007. Oh, Zombies are in again. <laughs> I wouldn't go Walking that far. Dead is actually getting rebooted. Yeah, Zombies don't die, Phil, so... No, that was that was that was bullshit. I was just making oh. a joke. Could you imagine if they rebooted the show and then went on for another fourteen? Starting it over, baby. Uh, yeah, I can't absolutely imagine that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, yeah, this 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 makes sense, right? I think we talked about this in the review of this episode. It felt like, um, we said it felt like kind of like the start of a movie it felt very compressed it felt like it didn't have enough room to breathe yeah the idea that they're going to commit to doing a, a more long-form version of this um when i think it's pretty clear that that's what they were trying to do with it um makes sense and we talked about how there was that rumor um because of uh uh mark millar right had said that he yes. heard that they were doing a live action one and everything and mm. obviously you know he got some wires crossed there or whatever but yeah Totally makes sense. So is Rick Grimes going to be in it or? He's Spider-Man. Oh. Cool. Great. Okay. He knows all I about power that. and responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> and guns. And, and yeah, and guns. Which Spider-Man is known for shooting people. He loses um, that arm. He could get a web hand. Web bullets. <laughs> web bullets. I think that. Doing a show based on Marvel Zombies is probably a lot better uh, than mm -hmm. just the what the one one off one it what if episode or even if they continued it in what if season two, which was also announced by the way. Right. Um, I don't think that this concept because we said it on our review where it just it didn't feel like enough. And the I, for me, the characters have to be able to kind of talk like in the book, right? Um, there has to be that. Otherwise, who cares? Okay, so Wasp is a zombie. Big deal. You know? Um, for me, anyway. So I'm definitely going to give this a shot. And uh, I, I hope it's good. Yeah. Could be good. Same. In the wise words of Phil, yes, it could yes, be good. Uh... Here's probably... Well, it's the second biggest surprise. This came out of nowhere. I heard no rumors at all about this one. Uh, they're doing a show, an animated show, called... Spider-Man freshman year. I am real stoked about this. Um, yeah. It looks it looks cool. Uh, the idea of it being like before he gets bitten is like a little bit weird. But um, like the thing that that got me interested in it 
was that uh, there's this um, artist who I follow on Instagram whose name is uh, Leonardo Romero. And oh, so good. He does awesome, awesome stuff. Um, incredibly talented, really, really dynamic work. And he is the character designer on the oh, show. What? Yeah. He announced it on his Instagram today um, and changed all of his bios now and everything. Uh, um, fucking really cool. Like his, his shit cool. rocks. So the idea of, of this, you know, being something that's like in his style, I'm, I'm in. That's cool. Uh, but like in his style, I want to see Spider-Man though. Like that's For sure. But I mean, who's to say? Maybe that's. But this is what you get. Maybe that's going to be happy cards, about though. it. Uh, well, also keep in mind that in in the MCU, Peter was Spider Man before. Uh, well, I guess this is this is you know set before he was bitten, so I guess whatever. But he was Spider Man before we saw him; like he was already yeah doing his thing. So it's possible that they'll get to that. I don't know. I would imagine so. The series is going to follow the life of his secret agent parents. Oh. <laughs> Please no. Remember how an amazing Spider-Man one, like the big hook for that whole like arc was, oh, what happened to my parents and who were they really and blah, blah, blah. And how that like did not go anywhere. Yep. <laughs> that sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah. This gives me like major Spider-Man loves Mary Jane vibes. Um, yeah. Except it won't have Mary Jane or Spider-Man presumably so that's a little weird but i think that this is a great way to get younger people to engage with disney plus content and spider-man and there's not really a reason why this can't be an enjoyable sort of slice of life show that you know showcases how peter is like this be, great person beyond spider -Man. it's gonna be riverdale guys come on by the way what if oh no don't talk about riverdale i what what if it has Uncle Ben on it. Ooh. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It probably will. That's huge. Oh, no. Are we, talking, are we talking about the rice or the character? Boo. Ooh. Great question. <laughs> not a great question. They don't um, call it that anymore. He's they don't call I'm it in. that. Is it Uncle right? Ben anymore? Oh, no. No. He got canceled. Yeah. It's Wait till fucking go, Phil, huh? Yeah, I didn't know that. Favorite rice or something. Well, yeah. what, would, what did we say earlier in the show? Phil's a what? No. What was it? What happened again? <laughs> oh, oh, no, I, no. What happened? No, no. Phil's a, gotta, gotta so I've been complaining about this. I've been complaining <laughs> about this for, for like four years now. For years, we know, there, yeah. Has it been an Uncle Ben uh, in the MCU? So it's nice that he'll actually be there because that's the character that's supposed to be the inciting incident to why Peter Parker does what he does as Spider-Man. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, great. He loves those bags of rice. <laughs> I got a few of those uh, <laughs> in my my cupboard. Um, the last piece of news that we're going to talk about, which is by far the knockout punch of Disney Plus Day, as far as Marvel stuff is concerned, and and I'm I'm not even gonna upfront say what it is. The way it was revealed, the Im the classic image of Wolverine in bed, <laughs> looking at a picture, which of course in the X Men animated series is a picture of. of 
it, it, it's a picture of Gene and uh, and uh, and Cyclops, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In lovers, yeah, uh, please. Here, it's a picture of the X Men the animated series logo with the number ninety seven on it. We are getting an X Men ninety seven animated series, which is picking up directly from where the original show left off. Uh, you know, if, for those of you who, for some reason, remember Professor X, like screwed off to space with Alandra because he was dying. That's right. Yeah. And Magneto actually becomes like, I guess, like sort of the headmaster of um, of Xavier's school. And that's where it ended. So this is going to pick up right from there. And not to mention a lot of the original voice actors are coming back. However, not all of them are playing who they originally portrayed. Interesting. They said a lot oh. of the original writing staff huh. is coming back too. So it's like they're really trying to get the band back together here. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. not the same animation studio. It's a show. Where no, no, no. The, hopefully the same animation studio. It's a show where Wolverine is not the only character with a Canadian accent. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, God. Um, you guys don't want to hear Morph talk like this for a whole episode anymore? <laughs> Morph, Morph's voice was not even like that. Come on. No, I'm not going to give you that. Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to give you that Kale, at all. I would assume that Kale's watched something, so he just likes to talk about things. If if, if Kale's, or give Kale, if Morph's <laughs> voice, Kale. If, if we listen to a clip of Morph right now, and everyone agrees. Well, not everyone. If three out of five of us agree that he did not sound like that, will you eat your shorts? No, I don't have time to cook shorts. <laughs> so much work. Right. Oh, hold on, I'm finding this. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It's it's just not. He doesn't sound like that. Who did sound like that? Somebody did. You're making it up. And it was a prominent character. No, that was a that was. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everyone, be quiet. Hold on. Okay. I gotta find. Is this me? Why did they leave me to die? That's not what he sounds like. Come here, please. <laughs> I hear. I'll, I'll send you this link, and Sean, you can pull it up. Oh. Yeah, come on. Show, man. Oh wait, I don't no, know though. We, we can. We, yeah, we can't share the audio. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Here, I'll just send it to the chat. Everybody, you make your calls. Um. Yeah. Let's... Can I hear your impression one more time, Kale? I yeah. don't know if I could do it again. <laughs> like, coward. coward. Here's a high-pitched squeak. Oh, yeah, let me, let me, hang on. Let me see. My name's Morph. <laughs> we got to talk like this. That's... I used to be an X-Men, but Professor Xavier left me for Jim. John, <laughs> it's basically Paul Bearer. My Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, it's also uh, Oscar Isaac in Moon Knight. Hey. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Uh, I don't agree that Morph sounded like that, but my biggest disappointment with this announcement, by far, eclipsing everything, is that it doesn't feature, according to what I have read, the original voice actor for none other than Cyclops. Hmm. What happened? He only had he was four really lines. Good. He was really good in that show. Yeah, Gene. <laughs> Kale, you know what? I can't even handle you, dude. <laughs> uh, I don't even see Cyclops on the list. 
of characters. Yeah, th- he's got to be there, right? What he's the he leader left? of the fucking field team, you know? What if he quit? Because Professor X isn't there. Jeez. Yeah. Magneto took over the school and Cyclops was like, nah, fuck that. Well, you know, what? Uh, I've talked about this before, but something I've always really wanted. So like we always kind of hold shows like Batman, the animated series and Superman, the animated series, Justice League and X-Men, the animated series to kind of like this kind of uh, put on a pedestal. Uh, and those were like a lot of them are like 30 years ago. It would be great to have like new cartoons that now take into consideration the last 30 years of comic books so like no this is gonna be x-men 97 i really don't care about seeing more 90s x-men stuff i want like it'd be cool if they started doing stuff from the last 20 years of x-men yeah i would imagine that they would that they could do that whether they will or not um because the batman the adventure continues Mm -hmm. um comic book did that like they used a lot of characters that weren't present at the time hush and jason todd are yeah prominent yeah yeah so uh i i i agree with you phil I, I would love to see that um quick question for you guys a little little fun uh gimmick here there was something going on what it's a random <laughs> oh, that's what it was what morph sounds like yeah mm. there we go twitter was having a lot of fun with who the most like who, who the the most overrated x-men are i guess um and i don't care about that um hot take can none you of leave them, none of them are overrated. <laughs> the x-men are all special and great except gambit anyway let's... except gambit. I, hey you know what sean i, I apologize you are a hundred percent correct <laughs> i take back my answer one thousand percent you are correct thank you i know now let's do our top five favorite mm. X-Men. How about that? Okay, I can do that. I'll, I'll start if you guys X-Men. need time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jean Grey, without question, the greatest X-Person of all time. Uh, Cyclops, the, the field leader, as we said. You can't go wrong with Cyclops. Beast. I love Beast because Beast, like Nightcrawler, cannot hide his mutation. Um, and he's a great man. Um, Emma Frost. Hmm. Say I don't need to say anything more. She's <laughs> the greatest. Um, <laughs> and uh, Magneto. Yeah, fucks with Magneto big time. Uh, okay, I think mine is Beast, Nightcrawler, Kitty, Magneto, and. I guess Wolverine. Yeah. I got yeah. Storm. Oh shit. Beast. Oh fuck Storm. No. I forgot. How did I I'm forget Storm? Wolverine I did this bit Storm. because of Storm. Because they were shitting on Storm on Twitter and I forgot Storm. Storm is easily <laughs> in my top five. Fuck Magneto. I can't believe that somebody <laughs> said Storm was overrated. That shit is wild. Oh Storm is fucking elite. wild. She's great as like team leader too. Like she's awesome. Yeah. Uh Storm, Beast, Magneto. Uh, yeah, Wolverine and Eye Boy. There he is. I was waiting for Eye Boy. Of course. All right, Kale, what's yours? Uh, I'm gonna give you five, but I don't know if I can put them necessarily in a solid order. Fine. Uh, Cyclops, Nightcrawler, Kitty Pride, Iceman, and Emma. Oh, Iceman! Fuck. 
Gotta That's appreciate nice. Pete's lack of narcissism for not putting Quentin Choir in his top five. His <laughs> Look, he is my doppelganger, but that doesn't mean he's in my top five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate the lack of narcissism. Narcissism. All right. Uh, my first favorite is Nightcrawler. Uh, posted a photo of me as Nightcrawler in the Discord and on my, Instagram, on my Instagram. Amazing. When I was costume. seven years old. Uh, number two, it's going to be Cyclops because Cyclops is always right. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. shit. I didn't know that we were that close. Yeah, buddy. Oh. Yeah, buddy. Number three is going to be Wolverine. I know that's a cliche pick, but uh, man, he's hey. had a lot of time to do stuff. Uh, four is going to be Storm. And number five is going to be Magneto. Is that a rice man? But I'm going to, I'm leaning on Magneto here. My man is the straw that mixes the drink. That's true. I wish I could have picked the Corsair. He's just, man, he's oh, like, yeah. fucks. Is, is he an X-Men? No. no. I can't yeah. stand Corsair. I, yeah. See, that's a, I mean, he's not an X-Man. That's why what, I didn't say. What's your beef with Corsair? What do you think it is? He's got <laughs> that, that damn it syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's cool. We won't see it until uh 2023 that's the rumor i saw damn um it's on the isn't it on the actual meme yeah 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 yeah. um i mean that makes sense it's a cartoon yeah so it's gonna be a while yeah um that's cool hopefully the world's still around by then they gotta fly all these folks down (laughs) from canada (laughs) um and also i hope that it retains kind of a mature uh, sense sensibility because yeah they really struggled on Fox Kids with that stuff. I you know what I think they pushed the boundaries of that pretty well. I learned I I learned a lot from that show. I, yeah. I, I I genuinely mean that. I, I'm not saying I definitely pushed the boundaries, but they also definitely struggled with those censors too. Yeah, yeah. Batman was very similar in that way. Spider Man was the one that suffered the most. He oh couldn't throw God. a punch. Yeah. That's that's crazy. I right? pointed that out to people, and they're like, "What? Yeah." Which is wild, because like over on Batman the animated series, they're, they're just straight up have guns. Like motherfuckers well, are getting shot on that show. <laughs> the thing about that is, um, how what one of the writers, one of the creators, um, did an interview where he tell he was talking he was talking about Mask of the Phantasm and and the animated series, and he was on, uh. I believe it was it would have been super friends at the time. And the level of nonviolence that they had to adhere to was like if us if somebody knocked a spider off the table, they had to show the spider walking away. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> That's annoying. Spider's um, okay, everyone. Don't worry. This is probably my favorite announcement, what I'm most excited about coming out of Disney Plus, but we can't talk about Disney Plus Day without talking about Moon Knight. Um, so obviously Oscar Isaac is playing Moon Knight and we got a little bit of footage and we got to hear his voice. Yes, which... you did. <laughs> I'm the Moon Knight. Oh, I went too, miss, too far to Mr. Hanky there. <laughs> well, that... Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> um, I've not heard this. Is that really what he sounds like? Yeah, did you not watch the trailer? No, I missed it. Oh shit! Yeah, if you if you feel like I can I can share it, but I can't. You won't be able to hear it, and I think it's more of an audio thing. Uh, you can probably just find it on YouTube real quick. All right, all right I'm gonna find um, this real quick. Just on Twitter, yeah. on the bit. 
I will say the video, like the teaser itself looked really cool. Like the stuff with Moon Knight, there's a part in the teaser where he's like camera's way in the back and you see him just wailing on a dude. It's like Oh, oh Pete, shit. just share your screen since you're you're oh, yeah. watching it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here. Oh, um... then yeah, we'll talk about it then. Um No, a lot of people have been like anticipating a Moon Knight, like back when the Netflix four the Defenders era of Marvel Netflix shows was happening. Everyone was clamoring for Moon Knight because he kind of fits in that gritty New York street level thing. Oh, yeah. Let's see how this works, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) This is my stalling while Pete Okay, I got it. I got it here. Oh, great. Let's do it. I can hear it. Thanks for the strike, YouTube. Should we be able to see a thing right now? No, no, no. Sorry. Okay. Oh, so, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> good stuff, man. Just roll, just ride the ride. <laughs> I thought you were going to share your screen and that was going to be a thing. I thought Here I was I too. <laughs> I was doing like a little tap dance, you know? Oh, oh well. Okay, uh, I mean, that looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. It looks, <laughs> it looks cool. I thought the costume looked cool. Um, God, is Moon Knight like this is this is random. So I could I could easily be not thinking of someone obvious. But is Moon Knight the first superhero in, with a cape in marvel thor black thor, thor. Did he have okay one? thor no black panther didn't have a cape yeah black panther you're right phil <laughs> in the comics he often has a, like, a cape <laughs> oh you're right man so it looks like he's <laughs> that character very well known for stealth and <laughs> yeah, he had a man is a character that does stealth and has a cape <laughs> you know what the thing is phil is right yeah i'm, I'm not arguing oh okay He's 100% right. All right. He has a cape. Doctor <laughs> Strange also has a cape. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, this is a cloak or something. Loki right? has a cape. <laughs> he's a bad guy, but he no, has he's one. Got, oh, you know, you're right. All right. Well, shit. I was wrong. Okay. We get it. At this um, point, I'm not even really <laughs> trying to point. I'm just trying to think <laughs> of who else has capes. <laughs> it's cape watch. Um, <laughs> yes. The, the, the nicest little visual, though, is when he's like, uh, jumping from rooftop to rooftop, and the yeah, white cool. cape is kind of billowing into, yeah. The, yeah. into the moonlight night sky. It's a, uh, I think visually there's a lot of potential here. And as goofy as uh, Oscar Isaac's voice may be, uh, he's he's a like like an incredible actor. Mm-hmm. So this was my take, and I you know again I could very well be wrong. Um, I thought that the voice, I thought he was shifting voices, probably. Because of his personality change. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I think so yeah. too. Because then in the second part of it, it's a deeper voice. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I had the same impression. Yeah. He he's also like his eyes go from like fog to like awake and all of a sudden he's it is surrounded by people. So it looks like mm-hmm. he's switching personalities, which I find is a little like it, it I guess it makes sense, but I, I I wonder if they're gonna have that interior monologue with himself and Conchu that he'll usually have. Oh, mm. give me live action Conchu, man! That's, That's such a creepy. Cool. It's gonna happen, right? Like... Creepy looking character. Mm-hmm. And give me Mister Knight. Give me the whole nine yards. Like Moon Knight comics have been like out of this world good for the last like eight years. Sure, and for some people, you could stretch it even further back than that. Yeah, um, some late two thousand stuff. That was cool. But um, so overall, I think Disney Plus Day was was cool for the Marvel announcements. Um, we got, you know, reiteration about shows that we already know are coming. Armor Wars, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special that's going to come out. Um, the I Am Groot show, which is all well and good. But, you know, these announcements that we talked about here 
Um, I think they 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 give me a lot of confidence that you know Marvel's not pulling punches with their Disney Plus stuff. Like they're 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 serving you know some really cool stuff. By the way, it's worth pointing out that this X Men project is the first X Men anything from Marvel Studios. Oh wow! Yeah, huh. I was thinking about that too. Yeah. Yeah, very, I very exciting. I feel like I, I'm I'm with you there, Sean. Where I feel like the biggest thing that <clears throat> that I I appreciate about these Disney Plus shows is that like I feel like a lot of the choices that they've made are not like safe choices. Like they're like not conventional choices. Like the idea of like, oh yeah, we're gonna reboot X Men '97 and get as much of the original creative team back as like our first X Men project is kind of a weird choice. It's cool, yeah. but it's weird. Um, and like similarly, you know, like the idea of them being like, oh yeah, cool, Agatha Harkness gets a show. Why not? Is like that's an odd choice. And like whether or not I'm excited about it, it's cool that they're seemingly thinking outside the box. You know. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, I like that they can be more experimental here than necessarily they can in the movie space. Although obviously there's been a, there's been experimentation, but Agatha Harkness ain't getting no movie. No, not yet. No, oh, I shudder <laughs> to think. <laughs> you will. She, it was her all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what? What I'm looking forward to most is Kel eating them damn shoes. Yeah. The Avengers need a new leader. Who not? Who, you know? Who else but Agatha? Right? Who better than Kel to eat his shoes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Avengers well, assemble. <laughs> stuff these vans. Come to me, my comics pals. <laughs> Bring you know, me a fork. Al- you almost had as much enthusiasm in that as Chris Evans did in Avengers Endgame. He's like, did, Avengers, yeah. assemble. Yeah, He's like all exasperated. That's See, he needed to get his inhaler too. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, he was fighting Thanos. So that's like reasonable. Yeah, Kale had to kill Marco fucking is the equivalent of him fighting Thanos, man. It wins him. That's one thing they never talk about. He was a skinny wimp. Nobody, he had breathing problems. They didn't cure that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I bet. What did you guys think about Disney Plus Day? Are you excited about these show announcements? Is there anything on here that's like really, really up your alley? Or do you feel like this was a weak offering? Um, Marco's shaking his head, so I guess he thinks it was weak. No, I'm, I am Groot. Very much looking forward to it. Um, and uh, Ironheart. Nice. <laughs> cool dude. <laughs> I'm looking none forward to that, those shows. None of that announced on Disney Plus Day, but thank you. For yes, playing. it was. No, it wasn't. They were reiterated. Those were all shows that absolutely we were known about prior to. No, but I'm, I'm still looking forward to them. I'm not saying you can't. <laughs> I, hey, guys, we didn't talk about Howard the Duck. I'm really excited about that film. <laughs> I don't know, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been out for 40 years, but uh, hey, it's a Marvel movie. Wait, yeah, what? we're pumped as hell about it. So, what is Disney Plus? <laughs> Why does it have a day? D Day? What is that? What? <laughs> we're going back to the 40s. Yes. 
Uh, let us know your thoughts about all of that. Not that, but the other stuff. Uh, <laughs> by getting us wherever it is you get us, there's a comment section, whether that is on a podcast hosting platform. Leave us a follow, a rating, a review, and a comment. YouTube.com slash The Comics Pals. Go and subscribe if you haven't. We're on the road to 500 subscribers. And when we get there, we'll probably do something really cool. So if you want to help keep that train moving, uh, there will probably be a reward in the end. Uh, Make sure that you like the video and share it with your friends as well. All that stuff is free to do, and it helps us out a lot more than it costs you. Listen to our review shows, Image, on Wednesdays, Marvel, DC, everything else on Thursdays. Check that out. Uh, We love to review comics for you guys. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Check out our Eternals review if you're still thinking about that movie and our book club that we did about Neil Gaiman and John Romita Jr.'s Eternals. And as Pete mentioned earlier, our next book club is Spider-Verse. So uh, look forward to that. Get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Let's do some plugs, Pete. Thank you guys for joining us here on another episode of the Comics Pals. If you want to connect with me, I'm at loud underscore Pete on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Come chat with me about um, how you're excited for the Agatha Harkness, uh, you know, anthology series and, you know, what what that could mean for the future of the MCU and for Kale's tennis shoes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get some more shit to from scrape me. scrape together money for more tennis shoes. Fuck. I know it's going to be tough for you, but uh, comics will break your shoes. heart, you know? And you're wall- I'm paying for those shoes. <laughs> and your insides. Uh, yeah, if you want to get some more shit from me, uh, you can check out my band, <laughs> Long Print Time Friend. We make music. We're pretty good. Uh, you can go check out uh, video game podcast, flipscreen.games. Check it out. Uh, Gail, <laughs> what do you have to plug? You can, uh, His colon. F- <laughs> <laughs> with what? Rubber insoles, not good with, for your digestion. With, with the tongue, baby, the tongue of a shoe. All right. Ooh. You can find out what type of shoes I wear, uh, on my Twitter and Instagram at Toto Into. That's T O T O I N T O W. You can find my work and more shoes. At killward.com. That's C A L E W A R D.com. Better be Marco. on that website. You can yeah. follow me at Mr. Marco Animoto on Instagram and Twitter. I finished Way of the House Husband. Nice. Incredible show. So, so, good, so funny. And I'm watching Doro, Doro Hodoro. Um, it's all right. Animation's interesting. And I might start a Gundam series. So oh, let me know which sick. one I should. Phil. I've been inching my way through Squid Games. <laughs> I'm six episodes in. I know the moments passed, but it takes me a long time to watch things. So uh what a dad. I- <laughs> Finally watching that there, Tiger King. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the sixth episode made me ball my eyes out, so uh you can talk to me about that. Um and uh yeah, you know what? Uh get at us and tell us what kind of shoe Kale should eat. <laughs> I recommend a high heel, frankly. A high heel, so uh, he could be stepped on while eating it. A clear um, heel, a stripper heel. That's right. And uh, you, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Cyborg <laughs> Beagle to talk about these heels. <laughs> the clear, the clear heel that I can pick my teeth with after. We're gonna make like you eat, We're gonna make you eat heelys, actually. The whole wheel. Oh, oh yeah. those things. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I always wanted that. Um, don't buy that for me, please. Uh, <laughs> God. Too late. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram only at Sean Soapbox. Uh, I actually keep forgetting to update about my adventures in gaming, but um, like a month ago, I became a master rank Pokemon Unite player, which means I stopped playing the game. And, <laughs> uh, and I also beat Metroid Dread. Fun fact. Fuck yeah. Pete and I beat it on the same day. Really? Whoa. Yeah, what I was forgot your timing? to tell you that. Oh, I don't even know, but I'm sure it was super long because like I, I always like leave games, a, you know, AFK. Sure, so sure. yeah. Um, so yeah, talk to me about those games or kale eating shoes. Uh <laughs> thank you so much for listening. With that, we're the comics pals signing off. Take care, guys. See you next week. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>